It is Super Bowl time. The big game is coming up just a few days. It's been a crazy, unpredictable season for the NFL and for our betting podcast each week on Cut the Check. NFL veteran Jarrell Worthy shares analysis on the best bets in football. You're putting money on the line betting NFL games and betting this big Super Bowl. You need to be listening to us on Cut the Check. I'm Brian Zwerner. I spent 20 years in the capital markets, but the man making the picks, the one you've got to listen to, my friend Jarrell Worthy. Say hello, Jarrell. Man, good evening, everybody. I'm uh, very excited. Uh, Jarrell Worthy, man, seven-year NFL veteran. I'm the hit. I'm the guy you want to talk to uh, for your picks. Very excited to talk about the Super Bowl picks, man. So let's get right into it, bro. We are. We are. Cut the check. It's about getting you paid. Listen to us. You'll make some money. We're going to kick off the show, Jarrell. I want to talk a little bit about those conference championship games. It's now almost two weeks ago. The Bucks got the 31-26 win over the Packers. The Bucks did a great job keeping Aaron Rodgers relatively contained. They completely shut down that Green Bay running game. Tom Brady made the plays when it mattered, overcame the three picks with three touchdowns. What impressed you most about the way the Bucks took down the Packers that in that conference championship? Uh, well, for me, uh, it was a, cu- a couple key things. Um, number one, their pass rush on Aaron Rodgers. I think it was very effective. Uh, the way JPP played, Shaq Barrett had times uh, to, to have his effect on the game. Um, the pressure up the middle, Vita Vea, uh, and Sue. Um, you know, essentially Aaron Rodgers was, was ducking and dodging the entire game. Um, you know, although he was efficient uh, with his passing and his completion, um, he didn't have the, the big explosive plays continuously down the football field in which we were accustomed to seeing him. Uh, to do on a daily basis. And I think um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, they were very, uh, they didn't give up the big play over their head in which we saw them do against New Orleans. Um, They kept everything in front. And essentially that's what I said coming into the game, if they could keep everything in front and make Aaron Rodgers push the ball down the football field and only uh, giving up a few uh, plays here and there, then they'll have an opportunity to win. Yeah, felt like the uh, the the Bucks won that game on the D line O line battle. You gotta love it. You played on that Bucks defensive line. I know you're a big JPP fan. He was the star of the game in my mind. You, you with me on this one? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, Todd Bowles' defense has really changed his the dynamic of his game. Uh, essentially, a four three pass rusher. He's been uh, standing up in this three four scheme in which Todd Bowles has asked him to do, um, and he's been effective all year. He's gotten a couple interceptions. Um, he's all, I think he's up there as far as the sacks are concerned, uh, top 10 in the league for sure. And, um, he's one of the most effective pass rushers in the national football league. If not getting the sack, um, just creating an immense amount of pressure, man, uh, those long arms and getting the football out, uh, essentially saves him in, in vulnerable positions that a lot of other football players would accept, would be acceptable to giving up the big play. All right, that's the NFC game from Championship Week. Flipping over to the AFC side, Chiefs got that 38-24 win over the Bills. Mahomes was dominant, completed 76% of his passes, 325 yards, three TDs. Kansas City D harassed Josh Allen the whole day, kept him from putting up the huge numbers. What did you like about the Chiefs? What impressed you most by the Chiefs from the conference championship round? Uh, well, essentially for their offense, their offense was was what it was. Um, you know, it continues to be explosive. Uh, as Kelsey and Tariq Hill uh, reminded us, man, they said that they forgot about us. But, it's you know, obviously um, nobody forgot about these guys. They were very explosive. Um, you know, Buffalo came into the game uh, with the Achilles heel that I thought they would have, and that's a you know, failure to run the football at a, at a, uh, at a very uh, decent amount. And, 
I think at the end of the day, that's something they're going to have to address in the offseason in order for them uh, to essentially go deeper into the uh, to the playoffs. Um, you know, we know that Josh Allen was the, the star of the season. Um, he's improved in every statistical category there there was for a quarterback, as well as Stephen Diggs coming in and leading the league uh, in yards uh, during the regular season. So, uh, I mean, these guys play phenomenal, but, you know, the lack of the running game was what really – uh, shut down uh, the Buffalo Bills in, in this uh, conference championship. Was that the um, Chiefs playing awesome run defense, or is that a Bills offense that hasn't run the ball well the whole second half of the season? Oh, that's just a Bills offense that hasn't run the ball effectively. Uh, the Bill, I mean, the Chiefs, they play well up front, um, but realistically, they were ready to pin their ears back and go after uh, Josh Allen, man. This guy's been explosive all year. Um, and, I mean, the, the Buffalo Bills were only averaging around 13 to 14 uh, attempts per game. Uh, over the last uh, three games in the playoffs, uh, well, over the last couple games in the playoffs in which they have. And so at the end of the day, uh, predominantly, most of those runs were coming by Josh Allen. They were quarterback design runs. And at the end of the day, that's not going to be as effective unless you're like a guy like Lamar Jackson. All right, conference championships, that's in the past. We need to talk about the Super Bowl matchup. We're going to start with breaking down when the Bucks are on offense. Tom Brady, he's, he's looked great all season, averaged about 290 yards a game, super talented group of pass catchers around him. Run game has been inconsistent for the Bucks since Ronald Jones got hurt, but Leonard Fournette, much more effective last week, rushed 12 times, 55 yards, and a touchdown. When the Bucks are on offense, Jarrell, how do you look to them to attack the Chiefs? Uh, well, for me personally, I think I'm going to see more Leonard Fournette in this Super Bowl. Uh, they want to control the game. Uh, they want to control the time of possession, and they want to assure that Tom Brady isn't um, on the sideline when the last possession is coming down to play. And I think at the end of the day, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have everything working in their favor. Their offensive line is healthy. Their running backs are starting to uh, come back and be healthy. We might have an opportunity to see Ronald Jones in this game. Um, you have all the receivers that are up and healthy. You didn't get a chance to see Antonio Brown, but I think at the end of the day, he'll be ready for this upcoming game and he'll be ready to compete at a high level. And so um, Tom Brady has all his weapons. He has his tight end. Uh, Rob Gronkowski is going to be very effective. And I think at the end of the day, man, uh, the the uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers just want to run the football. And their play action pass was very effective last week. Had a lot of big plays, man. We saw Gronk. We saw uh, Chris Godwin uh, have an opportunity to make a deep pass as well. So the run game predicates the deep passing routes in which the Tampa Bay Buccaneers years are uh, been very successful at so i expect to see the run game be the cap be the uh be at the front of the offense all right give me a matchup that you're going to be watching on sunday the matchup where if the offense wins that matchup you're feeling great about the tampa bay bucks what's an offense defensive matchup that you think is going to be a real important one on sunday uh well for me personally it's going to be uh scotty miller um up the scene routes because i really like him against Sorensen. Um, in a one-on-one matchup. We all know that Tyron Matthews is going to be essentially covering Rob Gronkowski. Uh, we know that uh, Berlin was going to be out there with Mike Evans, um, their number one corner against uh, against uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers' number one receiver. So that just comes down to Swartz and having an opportunity to cover guys in the slot. Uh, we know that he's effective tackler. He's been uh, effective down in the box in, in the run game. But essentially his one-on-one coverage has always been suspect over the last couple of seasons. And so I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have opportunities to uh, expose this. Um, seam routes, double moves, as well as uh, if they can have an opportunity to get their play action pass working. I see Scotty Miller having a big game in the Super Bowl. So does Scotty Miller get your call as the Tampa Bay Bucks breakout player possibly on offense? 
or are you looking for Leonard Fournette or somebody else to be the guy that's really the breakout offensive player of the game? Yeah, so I'm going to roll with Scotty Miller as far as my breakout player just because I just think that he has a favorable matchup coming into this game. Uh, we saw what Tom Brady did, did with him in the NFC Championship game, uh, giving him a lot of confidence throwing that bomb down the sideline, man. Um, and that does nothing but boost your confidence and boost your trust with the quarterback. And so uh, he fits the mode of the the old uh, Tom Brady receiver. So I think at the end of the day, um, Scotty Miller has an opportunity to shine in this one. Scotty Miller shouldn't have been running his mouth about beating Tyreek Hill in a foot race, though, right? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. He's the cheater for a reason. Um, the guy walks out of his bed, wakes up out of his bed, runs a 4-2. So I definitely think Scotty is uh, – he might have to stretch a couple of days before he get ready to run against Tariq Hill, man. Who's the most important player for the Chiefs on the defensive side of the ball? Who's a guy that if he has a huge game can really impact the outcome? Uh, it's Chris Jones in the middle. Uh, Tom Brady hates that that pass rush up the middle. Uh, when you when, he, when a guy like Tom Brady being a, a, a guy that's not effective in the running um, and running the football, uh, being able to step up in the pocket when those pass rushes are essentially getting it up field has always been key to being able to complete a lot of passes. And so if Chris Jones is having opportunities to get pass rush up the middle and being effective and getting his big paws in the face of Tom Brady and, uh, and not allowing him to step up in the pocket, then I think it's going to be a very difficult day for the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense. All right, flip it over to the other side of the ball. Mahomes has been flat-out spectacular all season. Chiefs, one team that easily matches, probably even exceeds the Bucs in terms of talented weapons on the offensive side of the ball. Chiefs have any weakness. Maybe it's their running game, but looks like they'll get Clyde Edwards-Alaire back for the big game this weekend. When the Chiefs are on offense, what are they going to do to keep the good times rolling against the Bucs? Uh, well, for me, they're going to have to get the ball out quickly. Uh, missing both of their tackles for this upcoming game is going to be very important for the Kansas City Chiefs and getting the ball out. They have to get the ball out effectively, man. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, their front seven, everybody can pass rush um, from their three interior defensive linemen to the four linebackers. Um, they all have opportunities uh, to have sacks this year. And I think at the end of the day, man, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, in order to uh, continue to keep Patrick Mahomes uh, – fighting the good fight and coming back from that injury in the right way, he's going to have to find a way to get the ball out effectively. I just think the defense uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they're going to be pinning their tails back and trying to get a few hits on this guy. What's a one-on-one -on -one matchup that you're watching to see if the Chiefs offense is really clicking? Who's, where's that one-on-one -on -one matchup out there, offense, defense, that you're paying attention to? Uh, well, it's going to be Travis Kelsey in the slot. and whoever's he, Whoever he's matched up with at the safety position, um, you got some young safeties out there. I mean, obviously, Antonio Whitfield Jr. has, has been on display uh, this entire season. He had a, he's had a phenomenal rookie campaign. But uh, I just don't I don't see anybody on the Kansas City Chiefs being able to keep up with the route running of a Travis Kelsey. Uh, they have very athletic linebackers, but I just don't think that they have an opportunity to keep up with the consistency in which he's going to be running his routes. And just uh, for me personally, if they can run the football – then that helps out Patrick Mahomes a lot. Uh, you know, when they had the, the running game going earlier in the year, uh, the Chiefs are very effective when they have their running game. I know although we highlight Patrick Mahomes a lot, uh, they're a much better team when they can run. Who's a uh, Chiefs player that you think could be the offensive star of the game on Sunday? Is it, is it Kelsey? They don't have the right guy to cover him? Or are you looking for somebody else to be the big star? Well, we know that Tariq Hill and Kelsey are going to have opportunities to get the football. But I, for me personally, um, it's going to come out of the back. It's going to be the Daryl Williams, uh, Clyde Edwards, or Lair, or Le'Veon Bell. It's going to come from the running back, uh, the running back uh, uh, 
the running back position room, I think, at the end of the day, is going to come from those guys because the this is the X factor for the Chiefs offense. Uh, three guys that can essentially run the football and catch the football out the backfield. So it just creates for uh, a different dynamic for the Chiefs offense when you have these guys uh, catching the football out the backfield, as we've seen uh, last year on their way to their Super Bowl run, how effective the running backs were catching it out the backfield. Who's going to be that most important defensive player, Jarrell, for Tampa in the Super Bowl? So one of the pass rushers and whoever's going to get matched up with Kelsey or Tyreek Hill, who, who's the most important player for Tampa to get this uh, get the win from the defensive side? Oh, my, my most important player is going to be a, the collection of players. It's got to come from the front seven. Um, if JPP, Shaq Baird, and Dominic and Sue, Vita Vea, uh, Will Gosen, if these guys have opportunities to, uh, to affect the, the, the game, uh, this is the game of all games to affect it. Obviously, we saw what they did uh, earlier in the year, Tariq Hill having a monster game in the first quarter. We know that the, the, the whole uh, spotlight is going to be on the defensive backfield and what they can do. And to realistically ease their pain back there, covering a guy that's exceedingly unguardable, uh, you, you get pass rush. And so uh, we saw it how effective it was last week uh, or the week before. Uh, we saw how effective it was with JPP. And if these guys can repeat, I think at the end of the day, pass rush always stops greatness as far as the quarterbacks are concerned. All right, you broke both these games down, Jarrell, and I still don't know which way you're leaning. It is time for the pick in the big game. The line, it was pretty steady. Started out at Chiefs minus three. Currently, line is at Chiefs giving three and a half points. We don't need to talk about which bet your big check double down bet this week. It's got to be the line. So who's Absolutely. the pick? Chiefs giving three and a half or the Bucks catching points? Where are you going this week? Man, so my uh, my big bet for this week, big check bet for this week, our cut the check bet, our Super Bowl bet, um, it's coming down to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man. I'm going to roll with Tampa at home. I'm going to roll with Tom Brady being able to cap off one of the most uh, unforgettable seasons of all time, being able to bring his team uh, to a Super Bowl win in his home stadium. And I'm just going to believe in this uh, pass rush, <clears throat> excuse me, this pass rush in order to be effective. And I just think that the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense has everything uh, working for them at this point in time now. So I look forward to seeing the Super Bowl, and I'm very excited to uh, be uh, a Tampa Bay uh, former Buccaneer, man. I'm very excited about it. So I'm, I'm excited to see this game go. That extra hook, that extra half a point, that's not the deciding factor. You'd have taken Tampa give, getting three as well, right? Uh, yeah, I just feels a little know, better with three and a half, right? A field goal. It does. Game, it does. It win. does. It does. Absolutely. <laughs> no, it does. I think. You know, uh, the three and a half points uh, gave me a little bit more in favor of Tampa Bay. Um, but realistically, man, um, there's a little there's a different look in Tom Brady's eyes at the moment. We know how Tom Brady is when it comes to the playoffs. Um, he's gone against these high powered offenses before and um, and he's come out on top, man, a champion. And so I think at the end of the day, man, I'm going to roll with the goat until the goat gets knocked off. And, and uh, we're seeing arguably the best quarterback now in our in our our day and age going up against arguably the best quarterback ever uh, when it comes to winning football games. And so uh, this is going to be a hell of a matchup. I'm very excited about it. All right, let's get a couple more bets in. Total points over under. Line's been pretty steady, came down about a half a point, sitting at 56. Are we getting a nice solid over, over 56? Or are you looking for a defensive battle here? What are you thinking? Oh, I'm definitely going over. Um, this is going to be bombs over Baghdad. It's, it's all, it's, 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 they're airing it out today, man. I think. 
you know, Tom Brady's going to take his shots when they are when they present to him. Obviously, in the play action pass, that's where they most effective. But I'm gonna go over, man. I, um, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs—they're a walking thirty piece. So they, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, have to score in order to keep up with this team. All right, take the over. So right now, our bets so far, we got the Chiefs. We're taking the Bucks plus three and a half. We're taking the over at fifty-six. Going to roll through a couple quick props, and then we'll open up the room to further discussion. So first touchdown score, that's a prop I like a lot, Jarrell. The favorites here, it's Kelsey or Tyreek Hill at plus 650. You could take a Mike Evans at 900. We could give you a Fournette at 1050. Chris Godwin's going off at 1200. Edwards Alaire, Daryl Williams at thirteen hundred. Am I getting you excited? Or you can throw me anything yeah. you want. They're all hey, man. seventeen like, to one or better. It's so crazy. We're talking like, do you realize how crazy the offensive of power, firepower is going into the Super Bowl game, man? Anybody can get the first touchdown. Um, I'm gonna roll in favor of Fournette, man. I think if you'll take uh, Fournette I, I, at I'm, plus yeah, ten fifty, put a hundred bucks up to win a thousand. Yeah, man. I'm gonna roll with Fournette, man. I think they're gonna cash in with him. Um, running it right down the pipe, man, for that first touchdown, seven up. All right. I thought you might have gone a little bit off the reservation and taken like a Tom Brady sneak or something in there. No, nah, I mean, I think, you know, they're, 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 the script of the uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, any script of the offense is going to be elite. And I think Tom Brady is one of the best quarterbacks in the National Football League at executing the script. So I'm going to roll with him, and I'm going to roll with Leonard Fournette, man, cashing in from the three-yard line uh, for the first touchdown. All right, last bet we're going to make here on the show. It's an over-under yards prop. It's the GOAT Tom Brady, the kid Mahomes. It could be talked about for a long time. Over-under on Brady, 295 and a half. The better's got the last one pretty much bang on. Uh, and Mahomes is going off right now at 325 and a half. So they're looking for Mahomes to put up some more yards. What do you think on these over-unders? Does Tom Brady have to have well, a huge game for them to win? No, Tom Brady doesn't have to have a huge game for them to win. Um, Leonard Fournette and uh, uh, Ronald Jones have to have phenomenal games for them to win, and they have to execute on third down. Um, on the Chiefs' uh, side of things, they're like I said before, they're walking 30-piece, man. So I expect Patrick Mahomes in this type of game to put up astronomical numbers. Now, whether Tampa Bay makes a play during one of those possessions uh, to swing things in their favor, that's why I'm in favor of Tampa uh, with ultimately winning this game. And I'm going to go under as far as the line on Brady. I think that uh, this isn't a game where he comes out and gunslings, although they're going to want to be competitive. I'm going to go under on the 295, and I'm going to go over on the Patrick Mahomes. Man, I think that uh, that they're going to come out and throw the football uh, screens, um, everything in order to get the ball out quickly. So, All right. Let me re quick recap on the bets. We're taking Tampa Bay plus three and a half. We're taking the over at 56 points. On the prop side, we're going Leonard Fournette, first touchdown by either team at plus 1050. We're going under Tom Brady at 295 and a half, over Patrick Mahomes at 325 and a half. That's all we got to say. Well, thank you all very much for joining us for the 2020-2021 season. We hope everyone's had a great time listening here and being part of the Cut the Check family. It's been a lot of fun. Jarrell, take our listeners out here. This is our final episode of the season. What do you got to say to the crowd? Man, it's been a phenomenal journey, phenomenal ride, man. Uh, very excited to uh, uh, bring you guys these picks uh, and uh, very excited for next year, man. Uh, we want to continue to keep doing our content and 
have an opportunity to share things with you guys. And, uh, and we just appreciate all your feedback and all your support, man. So thank you. Thank you all very much for listening. We'll see you back as the next season gets rolling on Cut the Check. Thanks a lot and have a great night.